It is beyond a thrill to introduce you to the very first author of the Author's Corner and Enlightened Conversations, Effie Ashu. I'm going to read to you her bio, but I want you to know something. She has suffered medically so badly since she was a child that the fact that she got through high school, let alone what you're about to hear she has done, is a miracle. She is something else, guys. So let's roll right into it. Effie Ashu genuinely is a true miracle of God. She was born and raised in Cameroon, West Africa, and moved to the U.S. in her early 20s. She did attend West Virginia U, graduated with a master's degree in petroleum and natural gas engineering. That in itself is incredible, especially when you know what her story is. She also has an MBA at Rice, from Rice University. She's a wife and mother of three, petroleum engineer, author, and an entrepreneur who, in her spare time, loves to cook, bake, make soaps, lotions, fix and repair things. She is a lover of fast cars and electronics. And my goodness, this woman has faith that moves mountains. Wait till you hear her story and how Larry King saved her life. Uh, welcome to the Art of Traveling Light. I am your host, Lonnie Ray, and I'm so absolutely over my mind excited to have Effie Ashu with me. Hi, Thank Effie. The you. reason I'm, I'm squirming in my chair because Effie has such amazing stories to share with you about faith and medical miracles. Genuinely, she has a book coming out. Write this down. It's on Amazon on September 16th. It is called Shaken, Tormented, But Never Broken. And that is so her. Never. That is so you. Um, Effie, I, I know that you, you have had an amazing story yourself, but only recently you had one that really demonstrates faith in motion through the eyes and the innocence of your son. Tell us that story. So my six-year-old one morning um, woke me up and said, hey, mom, I had a dream. And in my dream, I couldn't breathe. And then there was a soft hand with, in, in white glove touched me and, and woke me up. And so I woke up and I started breathing. Mommy, was that Jesus? I said, yes, that was Jesus. See how innocent his mind is. And as young as he is, he knows that someone, someone has that power to wake him up or from that sleep. And, 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 and then he starts breathing again. Yeah, it, it, and that's, that's the beauty of, of a child's innocence is that they won't block it and won't deny it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now more than ever. Sorry, go ahead. That's what God wants us all to have, like have that mind of a little child, that innocence. And with that innocence, you leave a wide room open for him to make changes in your life. And then that's when that faith comes in. When, when you have that innocence, right, you believe. And yeah. so faith, believing in something you don't, you can touch, you can't see, you just know. It's and, the same force that makes flowers bloom and our hearts beat, whether we understand how or not. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And this is why I'm so excited also to have you on the show. Not only is your book an 
epic story of your life and challenges that would have taken most people down into the ground and they probably wouldn't have gotten back up. This is why I want people to know your book, Shaken, Tormented, But Never Broken, on Amazon, September 16th. Guys, get this book. Give it to a friend. Get three copies because we are going to be challenged left, right, and center. And we need to ignite and, and invite divine intervention into our lives now. And Effie has an amazing story. I'm going to stop rambling and let you tell that story about what happened to you. Okay. I'm just going to touch on one of the instances. One of many. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've, had a, I've had two heart surgeries. And so after the first one, uh, 2008, we had our older son. And in 2010, two years later, I started feeling my body wasn't feeling right. And, and I've learned to listen to my body. So I know when something is not right. So I went to the doctor and, and had him check me out. And I was told I had a second hole in the heart. Now, who leaves with two devices? The second hole now means we have to, I already had a device means we have to add it. The doctor had to put in another device. I don't know of any human being that works with two. What would the device do, Effie? What was that? So that's an amplitzer. And so it, um, it covers that hole so your oxygenated and deoxygenated blood doesn't mix. Oh my gosh, so your heart literally had a hole in it. This is kind of like a patch job, for lack of yeah. better words. Right, and, and so, um, but I told them I need to talk to my man upstairs and see what <laughs> So, and then you didn't mean your husband, did you? <laughs> you no, know, I mean, gosh, you know, that's, that's the ultimate. He's our ultimate. So I prayed about it. And um, that morning of the day we're supposed to go for that, um, we were supposed to go in so the doctor could look inside and then do whatever they had to do and then put in the next the new device. I went on my knees and I prayed. I said, dear Lord, can you just make it go away? And And I got up. That was my only prayer. And I got up and... And we got to the hospital, and what I remember is I woke up from um, I woke up from my sleep from all that sedation, and I saw my husband flipping through papers and asking questions. But where is it? You told me this. Where is it? Can you show me the pictures of the hole that uh, the pictures of the hole that you saw, and the pictures of now that you said there's no hole? And so when I really asked, why is why is the doctor here? What's going on? I was told there's no hole. I said, well, you know what, just take me, I told my husband, just take me to some mountain where I can, you know, shout and scream and praise God. And so that was faith, that prayer, that little prayer that I made, my faith was not as big as mountains, you know, just very small faith. I knew that he's done it for me, he had done it for me, and he would do it again. So I went on my knees and I said, here, Lord, make you go away. And so it went away. There was That's no... That's incredible. There's no medical proof. There's total medical proof. There's no hole anymore. I mean, that, that this is the master healer. If we would just invite divine intervention. Now I'm going to, I'm going to parlay this into the first event that happened with your sister and how, <clears throat> how a certain individual came to, came to bring a miracle to you because guys we get stuck on how how don't get stuck on the how y'all just stay focused on the what and the how makes itself known effie yeah. you know what story i'm talking about you know what you're talking about Go, girl okay. tell this story this is amazing guys okay so this is the when um when i was told i had that hole so after 26 years of having a hole in the heart nobody saw it went to john hopkins they didn't even see it and, and then finally, um, after some sort of a panic attack, so they say it was, and to me it wasn't because 
where I come from, we don't get panic attacks. So, so I thought it was something more. And I urged the, the nurses and doctors to go in and check in and, and look for more. And so they, they saw this hole in my heart. And, and then they told me, um, the doctors told me they could fix it, but if they don't fix it, then I'll die. And so it was, my life was on a string, right? And then I don't have the money. I did not have that money to pay for surgery. And I was told, if you don't have the money, then we can help you. Now, I didn't know what else to do. So I kept praying and asking and asking for God to, to make something happen, to give me life. So now sometimes that miracle comes in different, comes in the form of people, different places, things you don't expect. So just open your mind and let God do his thing. So my sister was, she had moved from the Netherlands and she was with me. And so I, I finally told her after two months, I told Sean what was going on with me and she cried and then she did her research and then she brings a letter to me. She's like, can you take this letter and, 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 and can you go mail it for me? I'm like, is it for Larry King? Jeez. She's like, yes, take it to him, go mail it. Um, he had so a heart she, So she made you mail her letter to Larry yeah. King to yes. get you help right and so i said no so I, I said okay i will but i you know i left it on the table and went away and two days later she found it again and she said i'm going with you take me to the post office <laughs> and mail this letter i said okay fine so i, I go and when we got there she handed it to me she's like Put it in the mailbox oh okay and i was really laughing at her okay i was so like yeah to me it's like are you the only one that knows larry king he has so many people calling up asking for her, why do you think he'll pick your letter? But you know what? One week later, phone call, that was Larry on the phone. <laughs> and he said, don't worry about anything. I'll take care of everything. If you need anything, let us know. And boom, I had the best cardiologist take care of me. And so that blessing came through my sister. Yes, yes. Guys, God works through us as us, but also through other people. Yes. There was a moment when I went on my knees and I said, dear Lord, I'm ready to die. You can take me now. I've made my peace and I'm ready to die. And that was when, that was me giving up. But guess what? That was when Jesus came in. So sometimes we give up too soon. Yeah. I know about that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there are some people who won't accept help and, and it's to their own detriment because because the 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 source that wants to save your life or redirect your life or help you lift you it might be through someone else like your sister right. i mean or a stranger a total stranger it could be anything it could be anything i had a i had an instance where i, I needed to make a decision and i said give me a sign and i got i'm got stung by a bee. I literally am still scratching it. Like it happened yesterday. And I was like, okay, that's the sign not to do this. Cause like, that's pretty loud and clear. Right. It could come through an animal. It could just come through another mishap, you know, something terrible could happen and that prevents you from a worse thing. Absolutely. Opens the door for something better. So the innocence of a child, the mindset of a child is open to all things. It, it may seem crazy to other people, but hey, why would you doubt it? Because it's, it's, it's the level of miracle that creates solutions to the things that man has created for himself. That is right. That is so true. 
So guys, I want you to listen to that still small voice inside because it's still a small voice that'll say, go this way, go this way, go this way. And we then all, we, go ahead. We all have those two voices. So there's a small one and there's a really loud one. So you have to, you have to learn how to be able to know which one is good for you, which one is right. And that's where that faith, that power, that's where your relationship with God comes in, right? Yes. And when you listen to that small voice, it's always very small. And then there is that other voice. So it's life, right? Like there's a right way and then there's a wrong way or there's left and there's right. Wherever you choose to go depends on what you're listening to, right? Yes. So if you train yourself to be able to identify that small voice and listen to it, 90% of the time you will not go wrong. And I know wrong, you'll find the right way back home. Yes, we'll still get back there. It's just why get why get distracted or sidetracked, guys? We've got a lot going on in the world now more than ever. It's it's vital that we invite that divine intervention and that small voice to be amplified with our walk in faith. That is so true. So true. How can people get in touch with you and what would you like to do to help them the most? So um, I have a bloke, um, his eyes on the sparrow. So his eyes is always on us. Consider yourself a sparrow. His eyes on the sparrow.com. You can, you can visit my blog and then you reach me there or you could, um, I have my phone number and my email at the back of my book. You can reach me and we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you want me to tell you a lot more, I'm so open because I feel like it's my goal. If I've been blessed, if I've been helped, is my goal to help someone who's struggling with what to do or giving up and not giving up. It's, it's, it's my mission to let other people know you can't just give up so soon. You just, you have to have faith. You have to believe. You have to put your trust in God and, and, and just know because he promised that he'll be there for you. Just let it be. And, and he'll take care of the rest. And you have to do that without doubts because several times I have fallen too. I'm not able to, to achieve my, my whatever I wanted to achieve because of that doubt and or because I gave up too soon. So, doubts are like clouds that make us forget we are individual aspects of the rays of sun. If you can imagine the source of all things is the sun and you're an individual ray and so am I. And so, you know, and those yeah. doubts can roll in like clouds and make us forget where we came from. But it's time for you to remember, guys, that you are a son or a daughter of the Most High. Amen to that. <laughs> and fear is the thing of the devil. That's what he uses to break you. I mean, he breaks you so fast into little pieces. Yep. He instills that fear in you, injects a little bit, and then you start doubting yourself. And then you lose your self-confidence. And then you just give up. Because what's the point, right? And yeah, that's a terrible question. And it's a terrible place to be in, in your mind and feeling hopeless. But remember that it was something that you can't explain that got you this far. You know, yes. all of us. Yes. <laughs> we, agree or not, in right? spite of ourselves. I mean, shit, still here, fog in a mirror. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and to really call on that, guys, because now more than ever, the darkness wants to overtake your heart and your soul and your life. And nothing good ever came out of that, ever. We need you to remember who you are and your faith and that when you invite that into your world again and you listen and you follow that, miracles happen. Just look at this woman. That's right. Especially now, Lani. Look at what we're going through in the world today, right? Yeah. It's only 
your trust, your faith, your relationship in God that will get you out of it. Whether you trust in him or whatever you call him, the one, the utmost Allah, whatever you call him, he's that one source. You got to go to him, right? And a lot of people are making it through this pandemic calamities, the, 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 the economic or whatever in the world. It's not just here in America. It's all over. So a lot of people are making it. Some are not. But that the difference is going to be your faith and trust in God. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be reading your Bible every day. You don't have to be uh, uh, sleeping in church or praying every second of your life. Just have faith. That's all. Faith in the unseen is what makes things visible, guys. I am absolutely thrilled to have you, author Effie Ashu author of Shaken, Tormented, But Never Broken, coming out on Amazon September 16th. Get it. Get three copies. I swear you'll be glad you did. Share it with others because we need your faith also. Thank you, Lonnie. I feel so honored. <laughs> the pleasure's been mine. Remember here, guys, on The Art of Traveling Life, the goal is to help you light enlighten your load so that you can be wild, be free, be brave, and be you. This That's is Lonnie right. Wright, and I'm out for now, but I'll be back. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling all you have to do is go to i was born to write.com that's right <laughs> i was born to write.com that's where you're going to find everything that you need to know so that you can relaunch your book which may have had abysmal sales but now it can be a number one best-selling book well at the very least it'll be a bestseller it could possibly be a number one international best-selling book go to i was born to write.com today <laughs>